You're listening to Leading Innovation at Work, the Future of Business podcast with your host, Lori Rowlandson. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Leading Innovation at Work, the Future of Business. I'm your host, Lori Rowlandson, and in today's episode, I'm really looking forward to learning from Nikki Greenberg. She's the founder of Women in PropTech, but Nikki is also a popular speaker on global innovation. She's a futurist, and all of this overlaid in real estate development, so an amazing combination of capabilities for our audience. How are you today, Nikki? I'm very well, thank you. I'm absolutely delighted to be joining you, and thank you so much for your kind introduction, Lori. Oh, it's it's really our pleasure. Hey, Nikki, just before we get started with your, thanks for preparing a short presentation for us today. Uh, I'd love to hear, I'm always so curious to hear about how great leaders and great thought leaders get into their role, because there's often not a playbook to follow, right? I'd love to hear um, the the straight line or the curvy line that you took in your career path to get to where you're at and why you're so passionate about prop tech. Yeah, no, thank you. Um, I think if you talk about curvy line, it's probably more of a squiggly line, a little bit of but you know, I think that's the thing, you know, there's, there's so many things happening in the real estate sector. I don't think it all needs to be a linear line. And this is the interesting thing about PropTech is that there's not a single person in the world that woke up, you know, as a child going, oh, I want to be in PropTech because it didn't even exist as an industry. So I think there's a golden opportunity now for people that, you know, like myself and like others in the space are interested in taking a non-linear path in their careers because the thing about prop tech especially is that it's a hybrid industry. There is, you know, it's made up of real estate, it's made up of capital, it's made up of technology, it's made up of people from miscellaneous sides. So I think when I describe prop tech, I always say that it's about people that are interested in the future of the built environment. And that's essentially your qualification because there's so much to add into the conversation. Um, you know, so for me personally, I come from the bricks and mortar side of the business. I'm an architect by trade, you know, studied in Australia, worked in it for a number of years, um, worked on different types of projects from absolutely beautiful luxury residences at Bondi Beach overlooking the water to big mega malls in China. Um, to mixed-use master plan communities, you know, running running the gamut of it, and what um, you know, when I when I finished business school, um, which I also studied in Australia, I then knew that I wanted to be in real estate development, but I wasn't sure in what capacity. I knew that I, you know, I loved the area, I loved people, I loved um, you know, really influencing the shape of the built environment for for years to come, and you know how we can. When we create something, it's something that can be quite impactful for the people that get to use it, you know, and get to love it. So I actually then went to go work for one of my um, real estate um, developer clients. And, you know, again, you know, working on projects that I worked on as an architect, but then seeing them come to life, you know, literally looking over the construction site and seeing bulldozers moving, you know, moving dirt around. And then going all the way through to when people start moving in and falling in love with their apartments or loving the shopping center that they find to be transformative. So, you know, the thing is that what, what we do as real estate professionals impacts on people in a real way and has a lasting legacy. So this is something that I love. Then the transformation or the move over to prop tech came when I came over to New York and, you know, 
when I wanted to come to New York, it's, as we know, it's one of the most exciting cities in the world. And there's so much to be inspired by. There are so many smart people doing amazing things. And what I was looking for is something that was really going to be a next step, you know, something that was going to be, you know, big, interesting, a reason to leave my wonderful life behind in Australia. And that's when I was exposed to PropTech. And what I love about it is that it's a group of people that are thinking about the future of the real estate industry and how can we do things in a different way and in a better way. I just love the personalities. I always have the most engaging conversations with people in the sector because we're very like-minded. You know, what, what can we do that's different? What can we do that's purposeful, that's interesting? Um, how can we create something new? How can we add value into our developments? How can we break the mold? So I absolutely fell in love with it. And when I was looking to become more involved in the prop tech sector, that's when I was looking for more like-minded people. You know, we have really wonderful conferences or networking events here and there in New York. Uh, you know, we're very fortunate in that way. But I was like, where's, you know, where's that group? Where's that community that gets together and supports each other, helps with, um, you know, professional development, opportunities, et cetera. And I just couldn't find it. So I called up a lot of people, connected with a lot of people on LinkedIn. I'm like, you know, where's this community? And you have to excuse me, I have a call coming through. Um, you know, and I was, you know, I was wondering where this community was. And what I realized is that there was an opportunity to create one. So, you know, that's really been the genesis. I know it's a little bit long-winded, but I think that for everybody getting into prop tech, you can come at it from different directions. And there's a huge, huge, huge opportunity right now if you're quite entrepreneurial to be one of the first in this space to actually lead the discussion because it's a marketplace where we're all trying to meet each other and trying to create things in different ways. So if anyone's thinking about it or wondering what it is, most of us don't know. We're, we're, I can't even say we're figuring it out, but we're creating it. Oh, Nikki, I just love your passion. And I'm just <laughs> smiling. I couldn't help but smile at your squiggly career path. But, you know, I think it is the essential building blocks to what you need right now. And, you know, you're a living example of how different career paths are crossing over and informing each other, right? Especially technology. So I think it's amazing that you've crossed over and you're, you're blending things together, which I think we're going to see more and more of. I also love that you've been able to collect this amazing um, tribe and group of people with common interests. And I can hear your passion and your inspired purpose behind that. And I thank you for being um, such a great ambassador of PropTech and rallying people around it, educating people. And, and that's what I was hoping you could do today is just help inform people. You know, when I started to issue this conference, I had people saying, Lori, what's PropTech? What's CreeTech? And, um, you know, I think as we educate people, once, once you share with them what it is, they're like, wow, that's amazing. And you're, it's like, you're right. It is amazing. It's a great topic. So I'd love it if you could maybe just share a little bit more about your perspective on prop tech and specifically women in prop tech and uh, a little bit of fun facts and information and then how people could uh, get more information about your organization. You know, absolutely. And, um, you know, I get asked this question quite a lot. You know, it's the question is, what is prop tech? And 
know, sometimes I'm surprised by it because often it will be people that are in the real estate industry or sometimes it will be people that are in smart cities. And what surprises me a little bit is that these are people that are, you know, very educated. They know the industry really well, but they're not familiar with this term or the opportunities. So I think within, you know, within PropTech, sometimes we we forget that we're in a little bit of a bubble, that it is a new term for a lot of people. And even in terms of the definition of prop tech, it's still finding its feet. And there's some exclusions to what's considered a prop tech, not a prop tech. There's certain real estate companies that want to be considered a prop tech. There's some prop tech companies that are like, we don't want to be called a prop tech. So it's a little bit of a loose definition. But really, the way that I like to describe prop tech is essentially um, that there's two sides to it almost. Um, I like, you know, I've coined the tool, the, um, the term uh, prop tool. So, you know, these are the tools that we use, you know, the technologies that we use to be more effective. So that might be in terms of our work processes, you know, instead of using Excel, which we all love, you know, present company included, I use different versions of Excel, be it, um, you know, numbers on my Mac, Excel itself, or, um, you know, or, or, you know, my Google Sheets. So I'm a huge Excel user, but there are technologies that are coming in that are more efficient than our Excel because we can't just keep doing everything there. We live in 2019, almost 2020 and the future when people start listening to this. So there are prop tools that help with our way of doing, um, doing business in the real estate sector from operations to the ways that we design, build and manage um, through to the construction process. So. These are the tools that we use. These tools are not going to be replacing humans, but they do make us more efficient and more effective and more profitable, ultimately. And then the other side of the definition is essentially what's coined, you know, tech-enabled. And what tech-enabled is, is any type of real estate that then uses that technology. So, for example, you might have a tech-enabled workspace. Now, that is a workspace that then uses technology to be more effective. So that technology might be um, apps for booking rooms or for notifying people of deliveries or so on and so forth. So they're quite different. One's the tools, the other's the real estate that uses the technology, but they're both part of PropTech itself. Um, as I said, it's quite a fluid definition, but that's the way that I like to um, view it and define it. So I will tell you a little bit about um, women in PropTech. So, you know, basically, you know, what Women in PropTech is about is about inspiring the success of next generation female leaders interested in the future of the built environment. So what that means is that we are people that are looking at the future of real estate. And we have currently locations in New York, which is our headquarters um, in Toronto, which is where, you know, the lovely city that Laurie gets to call home and London. And our aspiration is to have chapters all across the world. As an organization, we feel that we have strength in being cross geography because with technology, we can communicate in, across, um, across the globe and also the types of technologies that are relevant in one market can also be relevant in other markets. So that's something that's important to us. And really, you know, the reason that we exist is because even though there's a lot of women in, um, a lot of women in the US or across the globe, unfortunately, we're rather underrepresented in the industry. 
And that's just a hangover effect that's coming in from, you know, very, um, you know, very male dominated, um, traditionally male dominated industries such as uh, finance, real estate and technology. But in creating a new industry of prop tech, we do want to um, see the, um, the participation and advancement of women in the industry getting it right from the beginning. Rather than trying to catch up down the line, we have an opportunity now to correct the gender balance. So in terms of the way that our um, organization is purposeful and in terms of what we do, we have four pillars that we operate around. And why this is important is because, as you know, there are some really great organizations that are out there, but we wanted to find where our gaps were and think about how we can do something that is really quite meaningful. So the first piece is around connections, because as you know, you get your next job, your next opportunity, your market intelligence around the people that you know. We can't underestimate the importance and impact of connections. So the next pillar for us is around showcasing women. And these are some of the speakers that we've had at past events. Now, why it's important to showcase women is that firstly, we need to put a female face to the industry so that it's realized that it is a place for us and to serve as role models because we can't be what we can't see. So the third pillar for us is around education. And this, I believe, is the most important way that we can make a difference in the prop tech industry globally. And what we have happening is that the real estate industry is changing significantly. And we want to make sure that everybody that's involved is aware of the technologies that are coming and are comfortable talking about prop tech in a um, educated and meaningful way. You know, I, I like to use this analogy that, you know, when I was in architecture school, we studied engineering. And it's not so that we could become engineers, but it's so that when we did speak to our engineers, we could be more effective communicators because we understand their language and their thought process. And in that way, we could be more effective. So education is a very important part of what we do. And here you can see a couple of photos from um, a panel event that we ran earlier in the year around cybersecurity. Then down the bottom, a, um, a summit that we held a couple of weeks ago um, around the theme of sustainability. And the fourth pillar of the four is around inspiration, because we do want to encourage more women into the industry, and we do want to encourage the next generation to consider it as a career path, because for those of us that are in it, it is so incredibly exciting that we do want to um, get the word out by working with universities you know, and other organizations to to inspire more people into the industry. Well, that's great. Now, uh, that's a really great mandate. And I think you've really covered the, the principles so well. So connecting professionals together, showcasing great women thought lead that just happen to be great thought leaders that just happen to be women, educating on what is prop tech, how it's applied and inspiring, creating inspiring uh, networking events as well. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of your upcoming conferences that you have, Nikki? Yeah, no, thank you. So we're super excited for the next um, summer that we have coming up. So please save the date. Um, and especially, Laurie, I hope you'll join us. Check your calendar now. I know you get very busy with all your many speaking engagements. So the next summit we have coming up is on the 12th of February, hosted in New York, which will be um, at 60 Madison, which is hosted by an hotel. 
and that's around the tech enable brokerage. So what we try to do with our summits is that they're half day events around one theme. And we have thought leaders and professionals that really know the theme inside out, but it's attacked from different angles because for example, to understand the tech enabled brokerage, this, if we just have one panel, we're not doing it justice. We need to think about what are the implications for, for brokers, for, um, you know, for tenants, you know, residential, commercial. What does data mean? What's the impact of you know, Bitcoin on the whole discussion? So as I said, this education piece is super important to us because this is an opportunity to spend half a day learning about the issues from a myriad of directions so that by the end of the day, you've not only met some absolutely brilliant people, but you've really gotten to know um, a lot of information around one topic that can help you to be more effective in your career. I love the format and Nikki, I love the topic for that conference because I don't think the industry is talking enough about tech-enabled brokerage. And I think that of all of the prop tech, pre-tech, con-tech, uh, that's out there, that is probably the one of the most disruptive that's out there. And, and disruptive, I mean, not just innovative, because so many of the traditional um, real estate organizations are built on brokerage and those margins. And uh, it's just going to completely, it's really ripe for disruption and a very different way of doing it. And I think that um, a lot of people might be just ostriching on this topic. So I really encourage, um, if you're going to be working for you know, if you've got more than five to 10 years left in your career, you really should attend this conference or start to make yourself aware of uh, tech enabled brokerage um, offerings that are out there. So thank you. That's a great one that I don't see a lot of people talking about. I, I'd love to hear, I mean, you get exposure to such a wide perspective of technology. I'd love to hear, you know, you hear about some of the things you hear about sound so futuristic and, uh, and intangible and out there, but there's some that are really at our doorstep that I think we're going to see a lot more in the next, let's say, less than three years. What were some of the technologies that you think are going to be big game changers in like less than, I'm going to say less than three years, but it could be less than five, just more of the immediate future, I'll say. Yeah, look, I think there's there's a lot that's happening at the moment, but something that I think is incredibly topical at the moment is around that sustainability piece. And what's happening is happening around the world, but also it's a large conversation now in the US, which, you know, thank you, finally, but let's see the form that it takes. Buildings are being told that they need to reduce their carbon footprints because they're big, big, big polluters. So what's happening is that there's mandates from government to reduce carbon emissions, which means that real estate developers and owners have to kind of listen up and go, okay, well, now there's that incentive and, you know, you can have the carrot and the stick. Now there's that stick. You have to do it. So what is happening is for a lot of these mandates, some of them apply to new buildings, some of them apply to existing buildings. I think it's particularly interesting when we need to reduce the energy consumption of existing buildings because that's hard to crack. So I think any solution that relates to reducing carbon in, um, in um, existing buildings is something that we're going to see a lot more of um, across residential, commercial, you know, larger projects. Um, there's a lot that's happening already in um, 
know, being able to monitor and adjust the um, you, the energy consumption, you know, by tracking something, you know, where the wastage is. Um, I think there's going to be a lot happening around not just um, not just efficiencies in the, you know, when you turn something on, when you turn something off, but I think there's going to be, um, it, it's going to be a larger part of the um, the value of a space that's placed around it. So I say, I say, watch that space. The sustainability space is um, super interesting. Well, I love that answer because I don't feel we're making progress against sustainability fast enough. And I think to your point in real estate, we have a responsibility to play a leadership role. Like if you're a leader in real estate, we really need to make progress faster. I love what you're saying. And I do hear the dichotomy of building new, which is easier because you can include a lot of these amazing technologies in the design spec of a new build. And then I see organizations that are trying to retrofit their buildings, struggling with it a little bit more. But uh, one of the things we do is tie in those retrofits into the capital planning process. So every time you touch a building, it's a chance to make it smarter. So that's the one uh, piece of advice I would suggest just to tie in to advocate is make sure that your smart building upgrade plan is tied into your capital planning process so that you only have to touch it once and you're, it just makes your business uh, case around the investment that's necessary much more buoyant, right? So they, they really work in concert together. Great advice. Great. Um, now, one of the things I always love asking speakers, um, I'm a super book nerd and I know many of my audience members are, they, uh, my book list or recommended reading list is one of my more popular areas on the website. Do you have any books that you would like to recommend that either around this topic or something that's really influenced you in business? I'd love to hear your thoughts about any book recommendations you might have for the audience. Uh, absolutely. And I love this question too. So I think you mentioned in my introduction that I'm also a futurist. So I'm going to be recommending a future book that is coming out. So for those of you who are familiar with Draw Polleg, he runs a consultancy called Rethinking RE. So here's a book coming out. It's called, excuse me, looking over the shoulder here because I want to get the title right. It's called Rethinking Real Estate, A Roadmap to Technology's Impact on the World's Largest Asset Class by Draw, Pro, uh, Draw Polleg. So that's P-O-L-E-G. And that's available for pre-order on Amazon. Now, why I recommend this book is that I know Draw rather well. Um, we co-chair New York's ULI Real Estate Technology Council. Um, so we've gotten to know each other very well over the past few months. He's really an academic in the space that's not affiliated with um, universities. So he's coming at it from a very um, studied space. And I think this is going to become recommended reading and part of every single real estate course's curriculum in a real way. That's fantastic. And I've, I always love it when I get a book recommendation of something I haven't heard or read before. So that's great. And you know what I think I'll do, Nikki, is I'll buy some copies of the book when it's out. And, I, and I'm going to, I'll give you a bit of a sneak peek. I'm going to be giving that away to uh, people on the uh, newsletter list. So uh, there'll be prizes for participants in the future. So I'm happy to support it. It's a great topic, especially, uh, you know, somebody who is approaching from such a, a deep academic perspective in an applied environment. I'm very interested to read the book. Thank you. 
Well, that's all I've got, Nikki. Is there any other parting comments that you want to share with the audience? And just don't, don't forget to remind them how to follow you on social media as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, just parting comments. You know, please do follow us on social media, um, Women in PropTech. You'll find us on Twitter, particularly on LinkedIn. Um, we do have a, a closed LinkedIn group. So if you search for us, you know, we'll welcome you into the group. Um, sign up to our newsletter. Our website is www.womaninproptech.co. Um, you can find out more about us there. You can find out more about membership, which is available in the US. Um, please sign up to come to our different events. There's amazing networking, the most incredible speakers here. here. Um, and there's definitely something to be learned. I think, you know, the one major closing comment I will make um, and I just can't emphasize this enough, you know, prop tech is new to everybody. So don't feel that because you're of a certain age or generation or you're not tech savvy or you're not that interested that it's not something for you. This is where the whole industry is going. This is where the whole world is going. So it's not, it's, you don't need to know how to code. You don't need to know all the crazy technical stuff. If you can use an iPhone, if you know how to turn on the television, this is what our building's going to be like. That's going to be the same kind of um, control around it. So, you know, for our events, we're very um, conscious to make sure that we explain out a lot of the terminology. We want people attending to have a sense of what's coming, learning about it, connecting with great people. You know, we started the basics and then we kind of ramp it up and up and up and up um, so that you can learn from a lot of professionals. So... Don't feel like you're late to it. If you get in now and you start reading about things bit by bit, it will all start to take shape. But um, it's it's so exciting. You'll you'll love it. And there's great thought leaders in the space that you can follow. And I would encourage you to do so. Um, you know, final plug. You know, I think what Laurie's doing here is absolutely brilliant. You know, I follow her on um, on LinkedIn. I love what she has to say. I love her passion in the space and, you know, her way of connecting people in a very thoughtful way. So congratulations on launching this initiative, Lori. I think it's absolutely wonderful. Oh, and, and my thanks to you as well. Thank you for your gracious words, but I thank you so much for the great service that you do for our industry. I thank you for your leadership to help carry us into the future. I think uh, more than ever, we need to be avid learners and thank you for providing such a thoughtful forum. And I also really thank you for providing such a great venue for thought leaders that just happen to be women. I've been at some conferences in the past and noticed that there's been um, the, a disproportion of participation. And I think what you're doing is really going to help develop future leaders and more inclusive participation. So thank you on many levels of the great service you do for our industry. Um, we'll, uh, um, we'll show and share the different links to some of the references that you've mentioned. Happy to share them openly and freely. Thank you so much, Nick, Nikki Greenberg. Great to uh, have you join us and we'll see you on the other side. You've been listening to Leading Innovation at Work, the Future of Business podcast. Hey, if you have questions or comments about this episode, reach out to us via our website at www.leadinginnovationatwork.com. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please hit like and subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you tune in. You can find me, Lori Rowlandson, on LinkedIn or via my website at lorirowlandson.com. 
That's L-O-R-R-I-R-O-W-L-A-N-D-S-O-N.com. Thank you for listening.